Orb presents Venture Libre. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And Erg. Yeah. Erg. Kind of works. I, I, I laughed, but then I but then I thought about it too much, and then I was like, no, no, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're in weird episode. <laughs> we're, we're in the season five weird ones. Yep. Which is most of them. A season, lot. season five is weird. It is. It's it, it's one of those funny things because they genuinely seem happier. Like this, the, the, this has gone a lot more smoothly. But I I don't want there to be an inverse relationship. Like I don't I don't want like every good episode to be the result of suffering on their part in the production cycle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But still, well, it's also in the commentary. Uh, Doc is really putting the screws Ooh, to Jackson yeah. <laughs> uh, in this one in a real subtle way. Like just like so, why would you ever do this? What was this about? Yeah, <laughs> like it's really confrontational and weird. <laughs> Yeah, and just um, like and not really doing a follow up, just letting Jackson's kind of like non answer just kind of hang there for yeah, for, a, for a while. It's really violent. Yeah, like, it's big guppy energy for some reason on the commentaries uh, on this. Oh um, man! But yeah, Doc's not wrong. It's a real weird episode. Mm-hmm. It has um, it has a like, probably like one of my top three favorite gags uh, in the show. Well, I can't wait to hear which one it is. Yeah, to uh, stay tuned to find out. Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, th- this is to to me. This is real Midland, but I, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a death march or anything. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Um, <laughs> this episode, uh, written by Jackson Public, uh, originally aired on June 9th, twenty thirteen, and it's a follow up to Viva Los Muertos. Mm-hmm. Uh, that episode, the one with the Scooby Gang. Yep. Uh, if you remember the Groovy Gang, uh, this brings back Venturestein. Uh, except now he's a revolutionary in Central America, mm-hmm. and it also brings back uh, Groovy. Does it bring back uh, Groovy? Or, not Groovy. Uh, the Shaggy. Oh, oh, is he one of the? Is he one of the dead people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shaggy and Fred. Huh. Like both I guess, the Ted uh, are both are both zombies. I, I guess I didn't. I, I guess I didn't notice that it was them. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it, it uh, that's who he sells them to when like, the army shows up at the end of Viva Las Muertas. Uh-huh. And he's like, we'll take a hundred or whatever. And Venture starts counting the corpses on his floor. <laughs> yeah. I noticed, that, the I, I, I noticed that a couple of the uh, of the abominations were um, uh, uh, Hank and Dean clones that were dead. Oh, that yeah. He reanimated, yep. which is a, like a very special kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is rich with Venture history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah and even though this isn't like a, a a favorite episode i do enjoy when they bring back uh, uh pre- when they pick up their old toys right when nothing yeah. you know and, and if nothing goes away forever yeah it it's a uh, it's done much more successfully in mommy's boys yes this season i think um with bringing back ted mm-hmm. and bringing back uh, myra yes i i think that's a uh, significantly better mm-hmm. done um, yeah. This is a uh, Ben Edlanidia. So he is the person who created the tick, uh, also wrote uh, Viva Los Muertos. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, hey, what if Venturestein went off to, to be a soldier in the army? Yeah. yeah. And uh, they decided to go with it. Yeah. And Jackson had wanted to do this as early as season three, but it never really, never really worked out. 
Um, and this kind mm-hmm. of fit in in season five because they wanted to get some of the uh, like globe trining adventure back, uh, get a little bit of the genre parody pastiche coming in and kind of doing it like the, they, they put it uh, a season one plot in the voice of season five. Yes. Uh, and they wanted to bring Rusty back. Yes. Like it's his show. The show and I, I'm always I love Doc. Yes. So. I, I'm way in favor of that. Uh, the, the, they put it really succinctly in the commentary. They're like, well, I, I want to get him on a plane again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen the X1 in, <laughs> you know, actually in action for a while. Right. It's, uh, 21 brought it back, covered in graffiti, and that was about it. That was it. Uh, originally, this was also going to be the episode where Dean found out he was a clone. Mm-hmm. But Doc said, hey, you know, this episode has too much going on for that. Put that in my episode instead. Mm-hmm. Um, that would get lost. I don't know if I think that is true. Right. Uh, you know, um, I like the Halloween special, mm-hmm. how it works, but I don't necessarily feel like that. Uh, this episode didn't have things they could cut or whatever, but uh, it is how it worked out. Yeah. The original you know? plan for how they were going to do it is funny. Uh, Dean showing up uh, in, inside helper at the end and undercutting uh, Rusty's point about how he g- gave Ventress Dine a second crack at life. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying like, no, yeah. you like, it, it, like, you know, lies. All the stuff you say that you're doing for good is actually still horrible. And I'm your son. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a little convinced by Rusty's argument. Uh, yeah. At the end of this. Uh, yeah. Like, they were dead. <laughs> like uh, they didn't have anything going on, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. That would have been a really good moment. Yeah. Um, and it would have made the, the helper subplot of this make sense. Yes. Or like feel necessary. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, it ends up being, it's, it's a really, it's a weird, uh, again, weird episode. We'll get into it. Yeah. Um, Doc does not like this episode. Nope. <laughs> um, like, he hates Venturstein. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know why anyone would ever want to write for Venturstein. He only has one little blurb in the art book, and it's like, I, I think ben, I think Venturstein is a script killer, is what he called it. And yeah. I do not understand the desire to bring him back. And, and that was it. He spends a lot of the commentary saying similar things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then also there's a weird character in this. There's Congress, Congresswoman Black Backwood, mm-hmm. uh, who's real weird in this as well. Yeah. Like, again, I don't think Doc's necessarily wrong because it's a weird <laughs> fucking character. Um, but he's just kind of like, why? he? It's, it's like uh, the exit interview that uh, Michael Scott gives. Mm-hmm. where it's like he has the questions for toby and it's like how do you where do you get off you know <laughs> what gives you, you the you right are? yeah yeah he basically just says that like what what were you why did you do this uh-huh and then just lets jackson like twist in the wind <laughs> yeah and jackson gives his answer saying oh the election was happening and i was annoyed by sarah palin but i didn't want it to be, i didn't want it to be too too specific i don't think they should do uh like electoral polit- political humor um no it doesn't doesn't work welcome to state dinner uh didn't necessarily pan out this is really a poor use of jillian jacobs sure yeah yeah and she and she does fine Mm -hmm. you know it it, but it's it's very stock yeah yeah um that that that, uh subplot also doesn't really go anywhere nope it's just there to give give a button at the end (laughs) what a a weird fucking episode this is um also weird is we get some certain hatred backstory we do um and i this this doesn't bother me this apparently bothered a lot of fans um 
so hatred uh they made some references to him being a super soldier before this shows the scene the flashback of Traster injecting him uh showing his like empathy levels going down and his uh, testosterone levels mm-hmm. going up and then he like tackles a kid yeah uh, the implication being that uh part of his super serum stuff uh aggravated and or caused his uh, pedo tendencies. Yes. And so there were two camps. There were people who felt like this was the boys trying to um, like explain away and justify the pedophile jokes from the previous season. Uh, mm-hmm. And there were also people who were into hatred's condition uh, and saying, oh, you were actually doing a pretty serious look at the demons that people carry around and you also kind of frame this up as an addiction that was cool turning this into wacky super science undercuts that yeah i'm also it, it doesn't, i don't feel i don't feel strongly about it no i, I don't care yeah. that much it's fine it makes sense for because what, what else you know sergeant hatred had to get into the game somehow mm-hmm you know and and the, this is fine to me it doesn't necessarily it leaves plausible deniability mm-hmm uh, you know, this might have, he like tackles a kid, yeah. uh, in like violently. Well, so he, this and, doesn't, and, and he uses yeah. his mouth to rip off the kid's underoos before they wrestle him away. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's trying to, trying to snap into a slim gym. Yeah. The, uh, uh, it doesn't, uh, this could still be, that could be a thing that he had before. And now he's just aggro. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel, um, non-compatible yeah. yeah also this is a like a very like it, so this in a roundabout way explains why they gave like, like how like how hatred got his breasts but they also say like oh yeah this that was just something we thought would be funny so we did it yes the idea being uh, that, and that is estrogen yes uh which is used to treat mm-hmm. uh pedophiles because testosterone like pedophiles have an increased amount of testosterone mm-hmm. yeah so it's weird. The Bodies you know. are weird. Minds are weird. Bodies and minds are the same thing. Testosterone is a hell of a fucking drug. Yep. Like, I'm not trying to make any kind of excuse, but when I was in the throes of testosterone as a teen, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm i not, again, not excusing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, not excusing any kind of anything. I, I mean, it causes any number of evils and ills in our society, not yes. just this. Yes. Yeah. That, that is what I'm trying to get to. And it's a very, like, yeah. it made me feel out of my mind. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the time, mm-hmm. not so much that I did anything, mm-hmm. but you know, anything horrible, yeah. but it did make me feel fucking crazy. Yes. Um, you know, that's all I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I said caused that's incorrect. I should say it is correlative and it exacerbates any number of evils in our society. Yes. There we go. Good Lord. <laughs> Put this through a wokeness filter. That is, <laughs> that is factory to you. Yep. We don't, we're not trying to say evil things. We're trying, like, I swear. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I just... I'm trying to relate my own experience getting absolutely blasted with, mm, yeah. with testosterone and masturbating 20 times a day. It just, it, it hijacks your mind. It is, it, yeah. it is a weird, uh, it, it is a weird psychic poison that your body I creates. Gave myself so many fucking rusty ventures <laughs> out of this world. Because <laughs> like, it's amazed I still have a dick and it's not worn Ooh. down to like a nub. Yeah, just, just, like just, some just, kind of weird acorn that pisses. Yeah, just like, yank, yank, yanking it off like you were starting a lawnmower. Yeah. 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 And it just wouldn't start like a lawnmower, <laughs> you know? Such as when we had the 90s. Mm. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, in the cold open, it's uh, breakfast time in the Venture Kitchen. Uh, Dean is pushing away at his food. He's got eggs and bacon. Uh, he's a vegetarian now because they just decided to go a whole hog on the fuck you, dad aspect of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's goodbye fun, Dean. Mm-hmm. No good jokes or anything for Dean. Yeah. This episode. I don't need anything. Uh, with this, is, this is your favorite joke. I, I forgot that this yep. is really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hank asked for some coffee. He's jonesing for some coffee. And Rusty's like, oh, no. The last time you uh, had dark chocolate, you went around destroying walls all, ar- all around the compound to install you installed, installed Murphy be- a Murphy bed. Like, no, uh, Murphy beds. Yeah. You still haven't found all of them. <laughs> I'm that good. Uh, that's amazing. That's really good. <laughs> Just, this episode peaks pretty early. <laughs> it really uh, does when the Murphy when yeah. the Murphy bed is revealed. <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, just mm, the way that it pays off. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the kind of thing. Like in Arrested Development, it would be an, an ongoing joke. Yes, you know. And mm-hmm. sadly, they kind of forget about it. They do. But um, but just but just the yeah. you know like all, of all the things that, that are to be liked about Hank, the fact that he gets into this uh, you know into this meth mania and just starts going and the way that it manifests isn't cleaning or anything. It is going around and installing Murphy beds because what kid doesn't <laughs> want Murphy beds, right? They are great. As someone who slept on a Murphy bed, I know magical. They're pretty cool. You know, it's very cool. You, you you've lived life in a way that I have not lived life because you have rested your head upon a Murphy bed. Viva la hanked. <laughs> um, a chopper lands on the roof, and uh, military guys start storming in uh, through the windows and everything. Uh, you know, Dean just very notably excuses himself. Yeah, they hand Rusty a J pad, uh, which is the uh, Jonas Venture Junior iPad. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen uh, JJ Junior's uh, Apple stuff as early as season two. Yeah, um, with the ad with him dancing with the iPod. <laughs> um, this is General Man Hours. Welcome back. He's a uh, welcome back. Uh, call back already. Uh, calling in a warranty on some ordinance that Rusty uh, s- sold him. He's like, "Well, what do you need me for?" He's like, "Well, we'll only talk to you." Right. And he shows him a picture of Venturstein as the uh, big reveal. Yes, he's yeah. uh, dressed up as a revolutionary. He's got the beret. Uh, he's got the band. He's got the ammo belt on. All that kind of stuff. Uh, so we're doing kind of a uh, heart of darkness kind of kind of deal. We're going after Colonel yeah. Kurtz. Uh, a lot of parodies on top of parodies in this one. Yes. Yeah. Pretty dense. Uh, so Dean is not going to go on the mission. Instead, he's going to hang around. He talks to Helper, who's like really bummed out. He's not ha- he's not happy being a walking eye. Like this was a violence that Rusty did. So Dean is going to help him out. Yes. Uh, the, uh, we go to the X1 where uh, everyone else is. Uh, Man Hours gives us briefing on the J-pad uh, about it. You know, Rusty misses the smoke-filled rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, that old touch. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, these communist rebels were threatening this uh, government-friendly, uh, you know, our, our government-friendly government of uh, Puerto Bahia, uh, and the U.S. wants to help uh, or put it down and help their president out, but they didn't want to have their fingerprints on it. So they sent in the Venturesteins as suicide bombers. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, the leader of the Venturesteins went native, uh, yep. went off with the other soldiers. Yes. Uh, and the, you know, because the radioactive dye was used in the manufacture of these, uh, of, of these guys, uh, they can, they brought Rusty in and he can use the J pad, uh, to, uh, uh, track the soldiers. This is kind of just a setup for a bad, there's an app for that joke, 
which Man Hour says, but then that is redeemed somewhat by Hank saying, oh, you mean there's a trap for that? Hank is going full predator on this. Uh, he thinks that uh, this is a trap. They're being lured in mm-hmm. by Benchstein because he wants to uh, do a Frankenstein con- confrontation with his maker. Yeah. Uh, all this is is very dated and weird. And mm-hmm. the, the reference, the reliance of this plot on the iPad. Mm-hmm. It feels so weird now. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, it kind of feels like it's selling me an iPad. A little bit. You yeah. Know? It's a very plot important device mm-hmm. uh, in this. It does everything. It's a, it, it even it even blows up a person. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's very uh, it's a uh, it's real strange. Uh, the idea is if, uh, you know, so he says uh, if Roy, if Venturestein goes all Roy Batty on him. You know, talking about tears and rain and stuff, uh, which Hank suggests first, like he's going to uh, be there in bicycle store shorts. Um, Rusty can hit the cherry bomb icon on the J-pad, which will blow it up and yes. then run. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're flying in. Uh, they get into controlled airspace and the radio tries to tell them, like, hey, you know, turn away. But then a uh, then a flying dinosaur attacks. Um, yep. It is a tyr- tyrannodon. Um, and uh, From Johnny Quest. Yep. <laughs> It is. Uh, there are two monsters from this that are from a specific Johnny Quest episode. Uh, this, this and the giant lobster crab thing. This is on the uh, the cover of the DVD. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Hank just decides to leave. <laughs> uh, jump out of the plane. They've really uh, gotten got a little laissez faire with uh, mm-hmm. with Hank, despite the fact that he's the only Hank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he just he just says like, "All right, you know, like where I'm, where I'm going to eject. If you guys get lost in this shit, let's rendezvous at twenty four hundred. Like he just goes full, yeah. you know, he just goes full commando, um, and uh, and and jumps out, thinking that he has put on a uh, a parachute, but for some reason they have a jetpack, and he goes uh, he goes flying. Yeah, it's real madcap. Yeah, <laughs> this section like it's real low on jokes and real like whoa, like. It, <laughs> Very, very Jerry Lewis or something. I, um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, li- I like Hank saying, oh, if you get lost in the shit, you know, it's just just, just yeah, because I, I like him assuming the, the, the persona of whatever costume he's in. It's good. It's good, Hank. Yes. The, the, the Hank in this episode is pretty impeccable. The yeah. way everyone acts around Hank is a little weird. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's very good. Um. So the uh, the X one starts coming apart. Hadrian hits the ejector. Uh, but the dino, like everything falls away except for the cockpit, because <laughs> uh, the, the which is good. Uh, the dinosaur has that uh, mm-hmm. its claws. He shoots the dinosaur, which causes them to, to fall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Back at the compound, uh, Dean has put on his hairnet because uh, he's going to be going to be doing some delicate electronic work, and he goes looking for Helper's original blueprints. Uh, and, uh, as he's like looking for the closet where the plans are, he opens up a, he opens up a door and, uh, it's not a closet. It's a Murphy bit that falls on him. So there's the Very payoff. Good. Yeah. This was finding going... those blueprints is where he would have found his clone materials. Yes. He would have, he would have, he would have found, uh, all of the notes about the, uh, about the clone tanks and the, and the plan to keep them alive for, uh, forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the doorbell rings and in comes another like weirdly dated character. <laughs> this is, this weird. is so dated. Yeah. The, 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 we, we get, dated episode of this show. Yeah. We get Marsha backwood, <laughs> yeah. which is weird because yeah. she's supposed to be a mix between Sarah Palin and, Mar- and um, Michelle Bachman. But there is also a Tennessee um, uh, Republican now named Marsha Blackwood, 
which is mm. weird. Uh, what just a kind of a strange coincidence. But she's here. She's wearing a red suit. And she's talking in a thick Southern accent, and she assumes that Dean is a uh, is a Hispanic gardener, even though he is very clearly as lily white as the driven snow. And she is speaking to him in broken Spanish, asking where his dad is because she wants to do some constituent outreach. Yes, uh, Dean tells her to leave, uh, and she, uh, you know, her dad is gone. Uh, you, and and the re- you can call man hours. Mm-hmm. So she's upset about this. She's going to go talk to him and then also find out if the gardener is legal because, uh, you know, Republicans are evil and they like to sniff around shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean goes back, tries to turn off Helper, but Helper just got an alert. Yes. He panics, runs through the wall. This is because Rusty in the jungle has just pressed the uh, location <laughs> thinking he brought Helper. Nature's like, you know, we didn't bring Helper, right? Yep. He's like, God damn it. Um, <laughs> this, is, this isn't the first time they've done the Rusty's for, forgotten where Helper is, so he presses the button and summons him across the world. I, mm-hmm. I do enjoy it when it happens. But Yeah, mo- it's, it's a cute joke. We spend a lot of time with, with it. Um, like, I love watching Helper uh, bisect that whale from the inside. <laughs> yep. But at the same time, like it, it is a weird pacing uh-huh. thing in this episode. Like for all that Helper ends up doing, I think I am just so yeah. starved. I am so starved for Helper content that I'm just happy when Helper's on screen. He just does those beeps, and I start clapping and cheering. <laughs> Yay! I, I would. It, it's very good, and it would be very good in another episode. Yes. Yeah. This just is such a weird stitched together, like appropriately enough stitched yeah. together, <laughs> like episode. Yeah. Um. Oh man! Uh, so they got separated from the J pad um, in the uh, in the crash, and Man Hours is like, "Hey, where are you at? All I'm getting is sky here." Um, uh, Centipede crawls over it, and he gets grossed out. But then somebody steps up. Somebody that uh, Man Hours recognizes steps up to uh, pick up the device. It is Venture Stein. Right? Yes. Uh, I like this bit of Rusty complaining about the jungle. Everything's the, alive. The jungle does seem fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just sweaty and huge bugs, and just. You know, that will kill you if they touch you. Mm-hmm. I love the stick bug. <laughs> See the stick? No. <laughs> no, you don't. This is all, everything is a bug. Like, <laughs> very good. Um, a bunch of human animals uh, creep up on them. So they, they decide to hide. And Hatred's like, I'm going to create a diversion. Mm-hmm. And he runs out, tells the cat, Cheetah Man, that Jocelyn uh, Wildenstein wants her face back. And runs away, uh, which is his only plan, which is for shit. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he because he can't run. He, like he thought he could outrun a cheetah man. Uh, there's, uh, there's this is real good. He's like uh, cheetahs can't climb. You know they don't have uh, the you know this certain kind of claw. And he's like neither do I. <laughs> like <laughs> what makes you think I can just climb a tree like that? Did you know who Jocelyn Wildenstein was before this? Uh, yeah, it's the cat. Uh, lady. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the New York socialite. Uh, the what's yeah. what's her name on? It's always Sunny who got cat. Um, uh, who got catified yeah, through plastic Ponderosa. surgery. Yes, Maureen Ponderosa was also a parody of uh, of her. In the world of uh, compulsive plastic surgery, mm-hmm. those weird cryptid twins died. They did, yes. Recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said cryptid, which is funny. Yeah, those guys are, those guys are cryptids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never seen two All guys right. who are more cryptids than those guys. <laughs> All and right. the difference okay. between when you call people cryptids is they do it for themselves. <laughs> okay yeah they, they, they did yeah yeah, yeah. so they're but, victims of like science i wish they would just admit it 
you know that yeah so so that's one of those things did did the did those guys those those french uh crypto twins did did, did they did they deny having any plastic surgery done to yes. them they did so 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 does yeah. jocelyn wildenstein i just i did a look there's yeah. a there's a quote on her wikipedia which says like no that's not um uh that's not plastic surgery it's just my swiss jeans or something and like yeah she should be like the swiss should, should sue her yeah <laughs> those neutral the bastards aren't turning into cats the no. same way that like french people are not turning into like the the mask from winona's big brown beaver you know <laughs> video <laughs> like, or the mask from the, the the rocky dennis movie the mask <laughs> yeah just terrifying yeah i uh i was talking to derek about it and he was like i'm not gonna lie i feel a lot safer now <laughs> <laughs> that is really <laughs> funny you got a big laugh out of me. I, he's like, I'm not a bad person, but I feel a lot safer. I'm like, yeah, man, those guys were roaming the earth. Yeah. There was you know? nothing stopping them from getting to you. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they could be anywhere. Like anytime you look up at the door frame yeah. in the night, like one of them could be staying there or both. Yeah. I mean, and also like they were COVID deniers and they were, uh, they, they were crypto dudes. So they did wish us harm. Yeah. <laughs> they did wish us harm. They were killing the environment and mm-hmm. wanted to spread disease. And they lived by the sword and they died by the sword. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, Rusty goes to run and a big crab knocks him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hank wakes up. He's slept through the day. He's been knocked out. Uh, he starts working in his war journal, like the mm-hmm. Punisher, uh, on his watch, which I like. Um, you know, Judging by the rumble in my tummy, it's been at least four hours. <laughs> That's so good. Um and he grabs some berries, uh, and these are not uh, poison berries. These are coffee beans yes. because he has a caffeine sensitivity mm-hmm. that's going to result in much diarrhea and very few Murphy beds here in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. he's on the middle of this gigantic uh, coffee plantation uh, is where it gets lost. So he's going to be eating this exclusively, which will uh, let him pass over the threshold into an altered state. Uh, yes. So uh, Rusty gets woken up by this hairless rat uh, that's got a human ear on its back. Actual thing. Creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's not naturally uh, occurring. They made one. Sorry. I, I should probably say. Yeah. It is actual, but it's a construct. Yes. They, yeah. they, we made a, we uh, grew a, a human ear on the back of a rat. Yeah. Um, again, this episode is being ripped from the headlines. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, really weirdly like placed firmly when it came out. So Venturestein looms over Rusty and then picks him up by the neck and screams, Father! Uh it, kind of like hugging him uh around his neck with his with the hands. And he apologizes apologizes, saying, Oh, old habits die hard. Um, and he's speaking more clearly. Rusty compliments on compliments him on his diction now but uh mm-hmm. his syntax has not improved and there's just apparently something about the frankensteinification that changes the way people talk yeah he still talks in frankenstein uh bad word orders yes um rusty says oh the army's been really good to you uh they should take you back and he says no no i defected uh and he you know he explains uh basically what's happened you know the idea was they were just gonna be a bunch of suicide bombers there was a self-terminate when they were discovered when they were discovered and this upset him. And what gave him the strength to stop to not do this is he saw Jorge, the sweatshop worker from the the Father Teach films. <laughs> we recall uh, Vengerstein being put in the learning bed mm-hmm. and learning how to uh, make shoes yep. and work in a sweatshop. Uh, maybe the most obscure character callback uh, possibly that's, that's ever been in the show. Yeah. Jorge. Uh-huh. 
I mean, just uh, like, I mean, definitely like a, an obscure character who is brought back for a like prominent plot reason, right? Like they they, they bring mm-hmm. back background characters all the time. Uh, but yeah, a, a wild pull on Jorge. Um, yeah. yeah, my favorite, my, my favorite detail about this is later, uh, you see that he, uh, it just like when he's stressed, he goes back to making shoes. Like it's just a thing yeah, he, that he does to <laughs> soothe stress. <laughs> he's just been sewing shoes everywhere. Yeah. yeah. side is a cute character. In this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jorge, um, Jorge is based. He took, uh, Vengerstein in and taught him about the exploitation of the proletariat, gives him some, uh, some Che Guevara and, uh, you know, uh, uh Venterstein joined in the revolution kind of working against, mm-hmm. uh, against the government here. And, uh, Rusty just calls this regular adolescent rebelliousness, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my Dean's going through the same thing back at home. <laughs> The uh, the cheetah man runs in, who we've seen before, saying, you know, the scientist has to pay for the death of Turu. Uh, he's like, uh, was Turu a pterodactyl? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, pter- you know, pterodon. Uh, and uh, Venture Science, see, he's not even good at science. <laughs> like, uh, the idea here is that this crew, we're, we're going to find this out more later, but it's, you know, first uh, revealed here, has a grudge against scientists yes. in general. All of them are... are bad. Yeah. All of these are abominations, um, you know, uh, and they, they have kind of like localized here because mad scientists, they love the jungle. Yes. Uh, before he leaves, he just stays, he's just, you know, he's a cheetah man. He's standing, he's wearing pants, mm-hmm. takes a piss on the wall, which I like. Uh, <laughs> he marked territory. Like Carl he's, marked territory. He said not so subtle message. <laughs> the, the, um, uh, you know, so they, they explain basically, you know, the jungle is full of unethical, horrible scientists, and he liberated all the experiments after he became a revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see uh, the first, uh, we see a couple little montages yeah. of him doing this. And whenever they show a crowd scene, it's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple Oompa Loompas in there. Um, there's the man thing. Uh-huh. Uh, he shows up. I like man thing just being there. I like the Chia Pet. Uh, <laughs> yep, Chia Pet. Uh, later when they show everyone coming in the boat, there's some good little Easter eggs as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Venturestein, he wants to, you know, the reason that he wanted Rusty, he wants uh, Rusty to convince these other scientists like, hey, you need to stop doing what you're doing. There are victims here. You know, we're, we're, we're people. Uh, and Rusty says, you know, kind of like, honestly, uh, I don't really have a lot of sway in the science community nowadays. Like this plan isn't going to work out like you think it's gonna. Yeah. Uh, but of course, he grabs the, the J-pad mm-hmm. uh, as soon as he gets a chance to try to blow it up. Yes. Here, Adventurestein sees this, unfortunately, uh, and orders Rusty be carried away uh, before actually saying, wait, the army box make internet? Uh, mm-hmm. He can go online, which yeah. he wants to do. Um, Hank tosses and turns next to the bonfire. His eyes are all bloodshot. Uh, <laughs> this is because he just ate a bunch of coffee beans. Mm-hmm. I vomited. And we go back and, to his monologue. <laughs> I vomited and diarrhea out whatever was left of my old life. My Hanks run dry. I'm nothing but an empty vessel waiting for the jungle to fill me with a new purpose. It's, so it's really good. <laughs> uh, yet he finds a temple ruin, uh, this temple to an actual like Aztec bat god mm-hmm. whose name I can't remember. And he becomes the bat. He does. Uh, he's like, I will, I will become the bat. Even though he runs off to the bush to diarrhea. Mm hmm. Yeah, a little la- a little old Hank, <laughs> uh, and but yeah, this is his Batman origin. It's exceedingly cute. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, back uh, in the U.S., uh, Backwood charges into Manauer's office saying, hey, you, you, you kidnapped one of my constituents during an election year, which is ridiculous. Why would she care about just one person? Yeah. Um, and uh, he explains, oh, Rusty volunteered to help out this w- with this mission. He tries to explain the situation when they get an alert on the on the J-pad. Uh, it is Venturestein doing this kind of all points bulletin, doing a video address to uh, to all of the experiments out there. He has formed ERG, U-R-G-H, the United Repressed Grotesque Humanity. Yep. Yeah. And, it's uh, fine. Yep. Yeah, he's he's he's, uh, he's doing uh, uh like I said at the beginning. I laughed because it was cute, but then like you, repressed grotesque humanity is is a bit of a stretch. I I, I yeah. liked it more when he said to you, "I'm forming an abomination." No, you know, nation, yeah. which is uh, which is I, good. Uh, <laughs> both, both to me are kind of like B minus C plus. Yeah. Lines. Mm-hmm. You know. Like neither neither of which are knee slappers to me. Yeah. Um, but I do like the idea of him forming this like outer heaven uh, for all yeah. of the Moreaus. Yeah. It's it's a cute idea. Yeah. Um the I'm glad in the commentary they brought up Urga Music War, because that's all I was thinking about during it. Oh, that's the, the famous performance. The famous performance of uh Down in the Park. Yeah. 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 Uh it's very good. Mm-hmm. You know, and also a great name for a movie. Mm-hmm. The uh, so uh, the whole idea here is Man Hours is mad about this, but Black Backwood is gone. This is Backwood's going to go on a jungle mission mm-hmm. to save a single voter because <laughs> who cares? Right. Like, this, this plot's a fucking mess. <laughs> um, we do get to see this giant squid take down a whale, and then from inside the whale, it gets bisected by a laser, cutting them both in half. <laughs> this helper making his way here—that's a great scene. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then Hank is all, you know, again, this episode and the next episode are both Hank ultra competence mm-hmm. episodes. Him in the bat costume just starts taking off, taking out armed gorillas, <laughs> uh, one by one. Yep. <laughs> just like setting so, traps for them, doing actual Batman ass moves. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. Yeah. The, uh, uh so Hatred is tossing and turning. He's on his cot in a cell um, and he's having nightmares. Uh, you know, all of the super science around him has recovered a memory. Uh, nightmares about the super soldier experiments that were uh, that were done on him. Uh, him being injected with the with the, with the soldier X uh, formula. And uh, uh, this serum it's shown is what makes him into a pedophile. Like he is he gets all bulgy and his muscles go big. And then, um, uh, oh, gosh, Traster's son. Uh, is the is the kid that he attacks, and you remember Traster's son was uh, in season one. He's the one who gives yeah. the uh, he gives the the exam to Brock when he uh, when he goes to renew his, license. his license to kill. Yeah, yeah, he loses his license to kill. Mm-hmm. Um, this is obviously a Captain America style thing. Yeah, him getting the super super soldier serum. Um, he wakes up in a cell with Rusty here. Um, I do like the, the hatred moment that comes later with this. <laughs> um, you know, all the other experiments are demanding that they hand, uh, Rusty over for execution. Um, you know, they're, they're talking about, uh, he's like, no, 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 don't, we, we don't need to do that. We have all of our brothers coming here. And I love this bit where one of them's <laughs> like, how are we going to feed them? Like we have yeah. no infrastructure. We have no plan. Yeah. <laughs> There's no water or beds, you know, like you idiot. Yeah. Um, the, uh, <laughs> just like we need real leadership which is which is kind of true <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah pretty bad you know the, uh eventually they uh you know and he says uh carl says that he should be the leader but he gets interrupted by a black lagoon monster uh asking carl what their leaders would do about the bat yes 
you and, know, they, they, and Rusty and Hatred are both like Hank. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, well, they, they, there's a little bit of like uh, like bickering back and forth between the abominations that probably could have could could have been shorn away, which is like, wait a minute, do we have a bat guy? Like, what? Is there a bat hybrid here? Like, no, actually, yeah. it's somebody dressed like a bat. There's confusion. Yeah, yeah. It's a very messy <laughs> plot. Yeah. Uh, so the hybrids go charging out into the jungle to look for the bat, but uh, they run right past him. Hank is up on the wall. Uh, he looks through his hands like they're binoculars uh, and mm-hmm. sees that Hatred and Rusty are safe before following them out to uh, to deal with the hybrids. And he, he takes them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he does a little snare trap, jumps down into this campfire, you know, billows smoke out, distracts them, takes them all out. Carl sees him and he flies away on his jetpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just incredible Hank stuff. <laughs> he is, again, ultra competent yep. uh, at this point. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, you know, he he goes to the, uh, returns to the the compound here, uh, tells Man Hours he has everything under control, uh, which is which is a weird move for him. Vengerstein mm-hmm. uh, sees Hank, um, and he's going to, you know, you think he's going to strangle him, and then he puts on his own Batman mask. Mm-hmm. Which and is... gives uh, Hank the keys to the cell. If you remember, Vengerstein left yelling Batman mm-hmm. and prostitute. Yes. Uh, at the end of the last episode. Yeah. Prostitute. Prostitute. Yeah. Uh, and also he, uh, you know, he had the, uh, the Batman mask. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Hank, Hank frees the adults, but hatred, uh, this is the moment you were alluding to that you enjoyed, uh, hatred wants to stay, uh, he, he wants to live here because he feels a kinship with the other experiments. Uh, he, you know, he mm-hmm. was experimented on and it kind of ruined his life. He says, I want to spend my autumn years in a place where I'll be accepted with a vaguely paramilitary vibe and absolutely no children whatsoever. <laughs> it's very funny and specific to me. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, Carl comes in with a machine gun. He's like, kill the humans. Hatred goes, fuck it. Hey, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> to the <laughs> Hank mobile. But he's, he's, and the Hank mobile is that the crab, which has the rockets attached to it. I love the dead crab car yeah. that he made. <laughs> Like that's very funny. Yeah, and, and again, again, the fun little payoff. He like he he killed the crab and he ate all of the insides to hollow it out to make it into the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tons of crab. Um, the uh, so they they get to the shore uh, there. Hank activates the timer on the J pad and throws it into a tree. He counts down. Uh, he doesn't say the last two numbers like Wayne's World. As we all know. <laughs> Love that. Don't say the, two, the one and the two. Nope. Uh, it doesn't explode though because it got wet. Yeah. Uh, Carl, the cheetah man, comes out and explains that. Yeah, saying, yeah, it's a jungle. You've the warranty. It's all a huge thing. And Hank uh, collapses, saying he shouldn't have had that big crab dinner. Uh, just yeah. just a funny moment. Like, Hank, tell us you have a bad boat or something here. Yeah, just uh, they're, they're just relying on Hank's weird ultra competence. Yeah. Um, you know, this is where Rusty makes his case. This is where Dean would have showed up. Yes. Where he's like, you know, they, they were, you know what they were before I did my science? Dead. Yeah. You know? He's making the argument that like he's he's not like sewing dogs onto people. Right. You know, he's trying he's giving people another chance at life, which is, you know, even if the chance is shitty, mm-hmm. it's better than the alternative. Yeah. And he said you know, before he was dead, he was a he, he was he was a, a servant for a dick dressed up in a butterfly costume. So like Yeah. Yeah. Um and then um, <laughs> My my favorite bit here is uh, Helper showing up on the beach and then Rusty immediately backtracking on his speech and going, oh, thank God, Helper kill these people. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah. Oh, just a more direct solution to this? Cool. Helper, you got this. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my, my, my favorite little bit. But everyone shows up. Yeah. Uh, all the people who have been called for from uh, Venture Stein. 
So we get like uh, you know a human centipede <laughs> and like a dog from uh, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers and stuff. <laughs> yep, very funny. Love it. Um, and then, of course, with all this arriving, we get one more uh, backwoods chopper lands, um, and uh, she's still speaking to everybody in broken Spanish. I guess assuming because she's in this Latin American country, uh, but then she bends down to pick up the J pad, asking, "Hey, has anybody lost an iPad?" And then she explodes. Uh, and Rusty, yes. we get the you know uh, the ending. Rusty cracks his knuckles and says, "Yeah, I can fix this." Um, that would have been yeah. at Jonestown. <laughs> like a, a senator yeah. died at Jonestown, or a congressman died at Jonestown. Yeah. The uh, what's weird is this: the the nation exists. Our post credits is zombie backwood mm-hmm. uh, going to the end, talking about the situation, you know, these abominations and making a call for them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a real weird thing to just have in the world and never bring back. Yeah. Is that there's erg, <laughs> um, you know, rusty uh, calls the kids to come watch, but Hank is in his Hanko practicing with shallow gravy. Helper is now helper again, but his drum machine is ruined. Yes. Uh, Dean has, uh, has changed the, synth- the synthesizer. Uh, breaking it away from the uh, from the Casio rumba number beat number two. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what a weird mess. Like yep. good Hank stuff. It's not a death march, but like, God, structurally, this is really mm-hmm. not very good. I yeah. think. Yeah, it's one of those things where like, um, uh, you you can tell like going in and uh, like what like watching it. Uh, and listening to the commentary and reading the art book, like one of the major places where um, I think Jackson diverts from from us and maybe for, even from Doc Doc as well, is that um, the actual like the something looking good or a good uh, good piece of animation, like if an episode comes back looking good, that covers over a lot for him, you know? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's too close to the jokes and stuff. Yeah, you know, to where they they they're just not as impressive to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Whereas for me, the show like lives and dies on writing. Yeah. Uh, you know, exclusively like I like how it looks, but I don't, I don't care. Yeah. You know, uh, it could it could be a, a comic, and I would still like it. Yes. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not an animation guy mm-hmm. in a general sense. It's just not something that impresses me that much. Yeah. So, like when you know a Batmobile will take off and and the creators will be like, "Whoa, how good <laughs> that looks!" You know? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah, just long conversations in the uh, in the commentary about like you know, oh, some stuff needs to be on the ones and some some stuffs on the twos. Just pretty. Uh, pretty in the weeds animation details. And I think that that, uh, I, th- I think that colors, uh, maybe some of, uh, Jackson's, uh, impressions about which episodes work better. Yeah. He's not like, and it's, it should be noted. It's not like the commentary is doc being like this episode's dog shit and Jackson be like, no way. This is my, you know, my masterpiece. <laughs> right. Yeah. And also is just kind of like, this is, they, they both seem like they have a, a pretty realistic idea about what this is. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, to me, the crazy thing about it is just how many elements, like it's so overstuffed and yet only kind of barely hangs together. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a lot like the backwood stuff, man hour stuff. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't really go anywhere satisfying mm-hmm. in it. Uh, it's just a Hank episode. And I would have almost rather had like, just, just do the Hank bit of this. Yeah. Like make a Hank highlight episode. Mm-hmm. Um and go all Hank. Yeah, you know, despite there are a couple other moments that are good, but Hank saves this episode for sure. He does. Um, yeah. which he which he can do. Like he's well, he's like yeah. the rare character who can save an episode. <laughs> yeah. 
Hank is good. Yeah. And uh, uh, the, uh, I will be forever grateful for this ep- to, to this episode for the Murphy bed joke. Yeah, that, that is a really good joke. Yeah. I think the next episode is, the next episode's uh, Sphinx Rising, but then we got Spanakopita. Yes. Spanakopita yeah. is a real season highlight. It is. Um, it's sweet. I do not remember very much about Sphinx Rising, so. Yeah. Curious to revisit. Yep. Um, I don't know um, that I have anything, anything more to say about it, uh, but uh, no. thank you for listening. Yeah, we appreciate you. Happy New Year. Uh, if you like this show, head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, get episodes a week early and get bonus shows and support your boys. Yeah. Uh, leave your rating or review at whatever podcast directory you, uh, you, uh, um, get this on and, uh, mm-hmm. come back next week. Indeed. Uh, and until next time, go, go team, team venture. venture.